0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Dirtbags Worldwide, episode 20 of the Dirtbag Dugout podcast and vlog. If you're watching on YouTube, crazy man with at Blackjack, 20 episodes down. Uh, we're in the midst of a World Series. Obviously, game four is going on right now. It is five, a- game five. Oh, it's game five. Wow. Yeah. Five. Five. Uh, it is the 3rd of November. Obviously, with that delay, we're going to be seeing the series go well into, you know, the first week of this month. Um. Oh, so I had a bunch of random stuff just to kind of do a filler, uh, since we are in the midst. Um, but I guess you can just give us a recap if you want.
1: Yeah. So I mean, game one when Verlander gets shellacked, uh, you know, Houston was able to battle back a little bit, uh, but Philly does end up taking game one. Um, and I think the notables there are just. Uh, the vulnerability of a potential Cy Young winner in Verlander, and we're kind of seeing these same vulnerabilities tonight in game five. At least, in through, we've got it on right back over here. Uh, we're in the uh, top of, yeah, we the
0: fifth, yeah.
1: So, I mean, Verlander lasted longer than the Philly starter. But we're seeing uh, a Verlander who's throwing more balls than strikes right now, and that's super uncharacteristic.
0: That's um, exactly the word I was going to use. Very uncharacteristic, get, getting mashed up and not looking like he has been, even throughout the most of the postseason. I mean, really, you think pretty much up to this point, he's been nothing but stellar. And I know everybody's been saying, well, he's not the best in the World Series, you know, when it comes to World Series games. But this, I think, definitely highlights that point that a lot of people like to make.
1: So, I mean, 10 home runs in the postseason compared to 10 home runs in the regular season. Mm -hmm. So, just the the cataclysmic uh, sky is falling on Jason Verlander's head right now, Uh, proverbially, just because of his uh I, expectations I, I not to you know put any put false expectation or you know like overdue but verlander he is expected to come in and execute on the mound, get a get a a deep game run um uh,
0: look good doing it i mean like we've been talking definitely a shoe in. probably the more I'm not going to say most likely, like he, he does have the and That's just everybody, every pundit, every network. It's, it's a lock. So to see from that, like you said, regular season, you have this amazing stellar sample, you know, sample of a regular season. Then when, when you get to this part of the season, it's basically a whole 180. It, it, it it's hard not to have that kind of perspective or that kind of, like you said, sky's falling like, whoa, should we even put him in game five? Should we even, you know, should we just kind of put him on the back burner? Like, and obviously we're not in the Astros front office. so I mean, who knows? They could still have the utmost faith in him, but at least uh, optically, you know, from a fan fan's perspective, especially somebody who has no dog in the fight of like, are they, you know, it at least begs the question, like, well, are they kind of double? doubling back on their you know that thought process are they kind of like reconsidering what's what's going on I mean even look at Lance McCullers same deal he got shellacked got blanked out seven nothing but then you flip it again and then you have the combined no-no the very next game so I mean kind of kind of encapsulate what what you were kind of getting at this this whole series has been a lot of back and forth. Like, yeah, the Astros going into today have the 2-1 the two one lead, but this is very much a series that likely will go to seven, the way that the Phillies have been responding, and then the Astros have been responding, and the Phillies responding to that response, and then, you know, like that response to the response, the rebuttal, It's it's been very yes. back and forth.
1: 100% Tip for tat. Uh, you know, anecdotally, uh, I was watching game one, in dc at a place called uh ivy and coney it's uh um, like a, a midwestern bar it's a cubs bar straight up you know i go there to watch the cubs so we uh i was out there with the b5 boys right the seahorse mm-hmm. uh, we were was, the bar was taken over by philly fans and so rooting for the strows, they wanted to kick our ass it was a good it was a good time leave you oh man Everybody
0: I mean, B- oh b5 boys oh what's going on know, everybody with there? Like we're not
1: causing trouble
0: yeah good trouble bad trouble it's all it's all the same especially when you get to to philly fans and how they feel no good. absolutely i, I don't oh. doubt it i do not doubt it uh well kind of speaking with this back and forth the fact of that no hitter is kind of i don't want to say ironic I don't want to say like serendipity but it's kind of crazy how the previous no hitter came by one roy holiday in an nlds so it wasn't a world series but the last postseason no hitter was that uh, i believe it was the 20, 2010 game one of the 2010 nlds so it's kind of crazy that you know both of these teams now have a part of history obviously kyle swarber with his response like i don't give a shit like Move on to the next game, and and obviously responding with that massive home run that you know gives them their one run that they have right now, bat flipping, everything. So that Phillies lineup, the Phillies attitude definitely has not been shaken by, by history. I mean, it is history, no doubt.
1: Undoubtedly. Uh, so as we as we're through the recap, game two, uh, there's this pivotal challenge that Dusty Maker, Dusty Baker makes. Uh, to whether or not uh, a tag uh, was applied to the bag at second base. Uh, and you can clearly see that the infielder danced over the bag, never touched it. T- no, don't you, you, get The infielder touches the bag before the ball hits his mitt, draws a line behind the bag with his toe in the dirt, throws it to first. Look, that's that that's enough for me for clear and obvious evidence to overturn the call on the field. Mm-hmm. I think Dusty was right. Whoever in the Astros organization was smart enough to see that that second baseman, the shortstop, whoever was on the bag, missed missed the tag. That that's laser focus on the game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All especially how how Rock and Philly gets. I mean to to have that kind of, like you said, laser focus. I mean, that that can only come from how we were saying well before the series, the type of manager that you need at the helm, that kind of old salt dog, you know, that knows the ins and outs, that can eyes of a hawk that knows the feel of the game. And um and my hat's off to him because I mean not not a there's not a lot of managers you would like to have the faith that those that you have that type of manager, but Not everybody's like that, especially when it comes to the big games, those big plays that really determine, you know, key outs, key plays, what have you.
1: So what else I saw in game two was Pena's. you. All right, so we're talking about a a gold glove winning rookie. The first time a a rookie shortstop's ever won a gold glove is this kid. And Mm -hmm. uh, here tonight in game five, he makes a stellar defensive play just leaps into the air and snags a line drive with an exit velocity of 105 miles an hour out of the air. That
0: thing was zooming, yeah. All
1: right, look, Pena can play ball. But here's the thing, all right? We see, and this is, I'm talking about the toss to Altuve when Altuve was on the knee. Pena has to know that where he's at in the game with two outs, you're either tagging the bag yourself because of where he was at on the diamond or you're throwing to first. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it it was just a mental error that is going to live on in the annals of baseball bloopers. Yeah, that, the top ten blooper. Yep. He's out. The
0: big him. dance. to him. It's not the middle middle of the season, even a, a late August, you know, early September kind of blooper. Like this is the World Series we're talking about, coming that's fresh off like your Gold Glove nomination. Every all eyes are on you because you're the, the hot shot rookie. And uh, I'm sure that he, he will move past it and obviously learn from his mistakes. But like you said, that's, that's not going to go anywhere anytime soon.
1: No, it's not. And so I guess what's concerning is to make the third out in the inning, he runs all the way in the right field. To make and, all Right, so like now you're in the second baseman's territory. You're in the right fielder's territory. Like, look, don't get me wrong. I understand everybody wants to give the shortstop his opportunity to make a play wherever he wants in the diamond. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that's the trend of baseball everybody's got a position to play for a reason and as a young shortstop who is a gold glove winner you know better than yep. to come that far away from home to make a play yep They're just the same
0: at some point you're you're intermixing certain uh jurisdictions if you want to say that so you know there, there is some gray area there is some buffer zone between in between positions but then Uh, much like we see throughout even just the regular season, you have these plays where kind of like the Braves, it was the same deal you had. I believe it was Michael Harris and uh, Ronald Cunha Jr. Both going, you know, that uh, collision, all that. Like, I get that there's some gray area, but at some point you have to defer or you have to allow that other player who's within their own jurisdictional right, you know, to make that play. And like you said, when you're putting yourself out of position especially if say it's a grounder or something where you actually have to make an you know an extra play that takes you out of the game that takes a lot of those extra options off of the table so like you said rookie mistake for sure something he's definitely going to have to learn on definitely watch game film and and definitely get the whole scope not just like you said that laser focus of I'm trying to get that out like okay well what else is going on in the field cuz you're focused on just this slice of the pie what else is going on that you may need to have to account for even if you're uh visually not seeing it in the back of your mind subconsciously whatever you need to build up that that uh experience or that kind of cognitive ability you know you need to definitely go back and watch film in order to to make those uh those right plays you know it's, it's just going to take experience more than anything
1: yeah well, so as we address game three, every all right, no one wants to say that pitch tipping was occurring. No one wants to say uh, that, that a clear and defined edge had been gained by the batters. Here's what I saw I watched Bryce Harper call Bone over to him. He whispered into his ears. What does Bohm do with the first pitch of the next at bat? Yah-yahs, bro.
0: Souvenir. Thanks for coming out to support us.
1: An amazing souvenir. So, he, and look, if, if a guy like Harper who understands pitching mechanics, as much as I dislike Bryce Harper, I have to recognize the fact that He's played a ton of baseball. He's played a ton of elite-level baseball. He understands if there's a hitch in a pitcher's mechanic that's giving him away.
0: Yeah, if we're raising our arms a little bit higher, the timing, the leg sweep, everything. I mean, I've seen side-by-sides of McCullers where you can tell his leg's kicking a little bit higher, his arms go a little bit higher. There's some where it's a little bit lower. The leg, he's bringing it out a little more, you know, on that step forward before he actually throws the ball. Like, so if, like you said, if you have that eye, you can train to have that eye. I mean, no doubt, but there's certain dudes who just, all it takes is an inning or two and boom, I know, okay, that's your slider, that's your two-seamer, that's your four, that's your whatever.
1: And a hitter like Harper, he's going to pick that up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And that's why he was smart enough to tell Everyone in the dugout. Hey, this is what, you know, blah, 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 you know, so just if you're Houston, you've got to work on that in your bullpen. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't telegraph your punch. If you've got to, oh, if you need a knockout punch and your opponent can see it coming a mile away, you fucked yourself. Just throw the shoulder real quick. Let me just zoop.
0: Nope, off my body. Nope. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna back away from it. Yeah, absolutely. Especially at this level. These dudes are professionals. It's not like beer league where you're just waiting for the ball, you know, you just have enough recognition to know that the ball's kind of hanging. Like you are well ahead of before the ball even leaves his hand. When you see, oh, he's you know, shifting his back foot. I know he's about to reach back for something and throw a different type of pitch as opposed to him just up and tossing. You know, there's 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 levels to this, absolutely. And for a type of player like that to be able to not only decipher but to give that inside edge to the rest of his team, like you said, they got to clean that up. Absolutely gotta clean that up.
1: Because I think that is how Philadelphia was able to win that game because they saw Correllers and they were like, all right, bet, we know what you're throwing, and they just went and went just and- nonstop. At um, the same oh. time, Houston, they were getting two out hits, mm-hmm. but they literally had runners on the corner. Great opportunities. Yep. Like just couldn't capitalize. And then we gotta talk about last night's combined no-no. Just real
0: the- quick. So it was five home runs off four four point one innings. So getting mashed, man. Yeah. Oh look that up. Obviously it was a 7-0. You get blank, like we were saying. Uh, that's
1: next nice level getting mashed.
0: Yeah. So that that's again, that's gonna be the result. You have hitters on that on that lineup. You start giving it up and kind of also put some slight blame on Dusty for not pulling. Once you know that you're getting mashed, once you kind of even if you didn't know that he was that he was being tipped. Even just the general, you could see the scoreboard. Once it's 3-0, okay, hey, let's we got enough in the pen where 3-0 game isn't the end of the world, but it can get worse. And obviously that led to five over four, you know, over four innings, eventually leading to a seven-o route. So again, that's got to be something where even Dusty himself cleans that up. If you start seeing stuff kind of snowballing, this is not the type of the type of level, obviously, but this is not the game or this is not the type of team to just let them have their way and play their game. So I'm sorry, please continue.
1: I mean, game three, I think you're right. Where if dusty makes a move to the bullpen, he maybe does a little bit of damage control. We don't see all of those homers fly off. And then suddenly Houston might have a uh, two game lead right now. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, game four was last night. Uh, You know, the first run, Comes uh, to the Astros through a uh, a hit by pitch RBI.
0: Mm-hmm. Can't so, have that. On the flip side, you got to clean that up. You can't you can't bring them in by by plunking somebody. Like, come on, that's that just doesn't even seem basic. That just seems common sense.
1: What is going on? These bull like these men, somebody's got to do something.
0: That's just like some some Barry Bonds walking with bases loaded. Like what I get it. A rib, just get you. Like,
1: you know.
0: at, at the end of the day, like you just don't. I get it. I'm not saying that you don't want to pitch to one of the greatest hitters and home run hitters ever, but at the same time, like you're just gonna give them a free pass and just take the run. Like I get I guess four four runs is Worse than one, like, I guess, quick math, but at the same time, like, just, just the principle of it, you definitely don't want, don't want to set yourself up like that, especially if you're talking about like a one out game, or I'm sorry, one out inning, you know, where they still have room to play with maybe a sack RBI or two, you know, two runs, maybe depending on where the ball ends up, you know, you, you just kind of set yourself up in a certain position, especially early, like you said, just early and not, not really letting go of that, that lead, they, they definitely shoved on them.
1: And so that's what's been surprising, I guess, is that uh, all of the runs that have been getting scored have been coming in one or two innings. Mm-hmm. It, it's literally, last night was a great example where the Astros scored all five runs and one at bat. And that was it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to win the World Series just by scoring all your, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Got to be able to sprinkle a run here, two runs there. A run
0: there. I know a lot a lot of pundits like to say it's it's gonna be the home run that really makes a difference. And obviously you have some uh, some semblance of analytics that you know show the team that hits the most home runs ends up winning, you know, between the two teams ends up winning the series. But at the same time, well, what gets you there? You know, it's not gonna be just five solo shots. It's gonna be the small ball, it's gonna be the good offensive plays hidden in the gap, the liners that you know that set up you know, the RBI opportunities, getting somebody on base, getting someone in scoring position, you know, it's not going to be about just racking up, like I said, five solo home runs. Like, you're not, you'd be very lucky to get that kind that kind of game, unless, every, you know, with, where everybody's on, everybody's seeing well, that's not going to happen. You can't count on that every single game.
1: Not realistic. Not at all. Not at all. But... That's- it it, literally the bullpen philadelphia's bullpen last night got beat by small ball hitting in one inning
0: yeah absolutely
1: so that
0: that goes to show you more than anything that fine you can try to swing for the fences but it's really at the end of the day it really is going to be that small ball that that puts you in the best position to win even if you leave a ton of run runs in scoring position it's going to give you the best opportunity more consistently.
1: What this series is showing us, at least in the first uh, four games, uh, five and five and two-thirds that's been completed right now, mm-hmm. like what we're seeing is that it's the bullpen or the bats. One, so it, it, game four last night was the bullpen. Game three was the bats.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The bullpen. Mm-hmm. It was the bat. And I guess that's the unpredictability that we love about baseball, but you don't want that kind of nervousness as an organization going in, knowing if our bats falter and our bullpen's not hot. like
0: We might as well, we might give up a no-no.
1: And that's exactly. Yeah. Significantly... The fact that a, a combined no-no came up in the World Series.
0: Just it, get the rest of the world talking i mean that's just the, the general sports world so in a way like hey you got eyes on but at the same time kind of for the wrong reasons like
1: yeah if you're philly if you're philadelphia you don't want to have that optic of yeah the Astro blanked us but i'm really glad you brought up what schwarber said is i don't give a shit there if you're a phillies player You have to have that mentality that just fuck it, shake it off. We have to find a way to respond.
0: It's the best of seven. We're not – our backs aren't against the wall quite yet. I mean, it's still still an even series. So, you know, if anything, all they did was tie the series. I mean, if you really want to look at it at the worst case, fine. They just tied the series.
1: And I think that's how a guy like Schwarber, who has been in this position with Chicago – has been in this position with Washington, uh, a guy who's played a lot of October ball uh, by virtue of the organizations he's been with, has really primed him to understand and be a leader for Philadelphia's ball club, who might not have October exposure, October experience. Uh, it, it he's good for them in the sense that he knows how to play all seven of the games absolutely up on one
0: mm-hmm. yeah like Even I said, though it was
1: catastrophic
0: like, yeah as bad as it was all you can do is move on to the next one and know that it's the best of seven keep yourself grounded and like you said yeah absolutely i feel like being that now veteran presence being that that journeyman not in a negative way but like much like you said like hey i've been Around the block enough to know that this is what works across different teams, across many successful teams, many teams that have seen that postseason birth and have that deep postseason run. I know what it takes, and you know also exemplifying that—not just talk, but obviously being that type of dude.
1: Schwarber's bat, the the hits he's delivered have demonstrated enough of uh, an exclamation point mm-hmm. of, hey, I have the clout to speak, you know, like my resume is good. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I love it. Right now we are top six. Uh, it's still 2-1. Um, so I don't know unless it's pretty much going to come down to that point where maybe the bullpen just kind of I don't, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say this is the score that we're, we're going to end with, but um, yeah, so we're basically at that point. um well, I guess let's let's just continue on then I, I did have some stuff uh that I wanted to put out, but I guess we can just do another double header if if you have the time, but I'm more interested just to see now that we are basically tied up. uh, I guess if Houston does take this, do you still see them in six, or could this now that we've had four games in our belt, do you see this going to seven?
1: If Houston can pull tonight out, they have a very good opportunity of sealing the deal when the game goes back to Houston.
0: Yes, that's right, because this is their last night in Philly, right? It's 2-2. Two, it two, is-, is it 3 yep. or is it 2? Yeah, it's 2 Houston yeah. and game 7 would be Philly.
1: Yeah, so it would be 2-3, 1-1. One, one.
0: Oh. Yep. Yep. And I mean, each, you got to think about that too. Each team has stolen one on the road. So.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. But yeah, uh, the getting that's what they say. Uh, the, for the Nationals to win uh, theirs on the road, that was a fluke. Like, look, teams don't win the pennant on the road, but you've got to be able to at least salvage one or two games. Mm-hmm. And What's made this really interesting is that Philly goes into Houston, goes into Houston, claims one. Houston in Philadelphia claims Mm -hmm. one. It's not neither team got like an eke out win. No, they commandingly won that game. And that's momentum. You want to have momentum in the other motherfucker city
0: yep absolutely especially knowing how rowdy i mean you gotta think about houston going off that damn train horn going off every time You gotta think about philly just in general how their crowds are i mean you really don't i mean ring the bell i mean you can really go back and forth with each fan base and know that it's going to be a hostile environment i mean maybe one more than the other i would probably look at philly more as an actual like physically hostile but It's definitely not an environment where you're just going to be there and just be comfortable. It's really going to take a lot of focus, especially, like you said, the
1: employment. uh, I think to make your point is that Philadelphia has open-air bullpens where uh, Houston has closed bullpens. So you can't get heckled in Houston the way you can get heckled in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. You're right in the respect that – it's a much more hostile place if you're the Astros. Mm-hmm. Your guys are exposed to a lot more fan fan fun because some of the you know the heckling I've seen has all been you know like good heckling. Yeah, yeah heckling is supposed to do. It's supposed to you know fuck with the head a little bit.
0: Yeah, throw you off. I feel like I saw that video of uh, hecklers on uh, on the colors, and I feel like that kind of worked. I feel like they kind of they might have struck a nerve somewhere or something. I mean, I'm at it there. Might have done something.
1: It felt like it.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So you're still sticking with Houston in six?
1: Yes, sir. Houston in six.
0: Well, I know I said my heart wanted Philly, so I'm probably going to have to just stick with that. But I think it's going to be – I think it's going to go to seven. I think it's just been – especially the first four games, I really thought it was going to be – beforehand, I thought it was going to be each team was just going to win on, at home. Like Obviously, Houston was going to win the first two – you know philly was gonna have to come back and you know swing and then you know it's just gonna be back and forth until houston took six but i i really feel like it's been ridiculously back and forth i mean you got to think kind of our recapping what we were just saying you got to think you literally went from getting blanked or you know for philly blanking to blanking them yourself and getting a no-no like how do you basically just topping each other it's not just oh yeah well we're just gonna win five to three some ho-hum two to one like no each team is kind of basically through haymaker at each other so it's basically i feel in that sense is what it's gonna take for this series to finally end it's gonna have to be that final game seven last give it everything you got that haymaker and you know lights flashing that hit the sweat the blood uh you know just that whole yeah that whole scene for the knockout punch i really feel like it but i'm gonna say philly's in seven though especially if they manage to tie it and it goes back to philly
1: uh i just appreciate how you articulated that because i really that does genuinely encompass this series this has been such a fans this has been a great neutral world series mm-hmm. if, baseballer if you just care about watching good baseball this has been a world series for you to for neutrals to care about because good history has happened really right? like just good baseball being played and so it's exciting and it's fun to watch like i'm pretty sure uh, the texans have a primetime home game tonight but no one gives a fuck because Houston
0: oh, and they're playing the Eagles too, so it's literally a Houston, a Houston versus Philly showdown tonight. Yeah, not, you
1: know, but, everybody's but no one's worried about the NFL team.
0: right now. This well, is- especially since the Texans are, are just dog water right now. But I mean,
1: oh, poor guys. but it's oh,
0: all attention is on the World Series right now. Nobody cares about a midseason Thursday night football, especially when the home team is you know like i said it's just absolute trash like nobody's gonna care everybody's gonna watch the world series it's literally game 5 tied up you know anything can happen
1: man like oh just so chomping at the bit waiting on the result
0: you mm-hmm. know i keep looking down i keep refreshing too i'm i'm it's still it's still top 6 it's still 2-1 um uh, so, the- i
1: don't know on 2 outs but
0: okay well i guess we can move it there then um yeah so we'll basically have another another episode probably in between but um obviously we'll you know get the recap overall once uh this actual series is done you know maybe in about another should be about another week i think it goes until the 7th if i'm not mistaken because you would have that day for travel which would be i believe friday is the day for travel mm-hmm. and then it's Saturday and Sunday would be game six, and then obviously seven, if <laughs> need be. So, yeah, it would pretty much be concluded by the seven. So, yeah, we'll probably have that episode sometime within about a week or so. So look for that, guys. Um, but I don't have much else as far as this particular topic. If you don't have anything else.
1: No, no saved rounds here. Very,
0: very well. So, as always, guys, I appreciate the listens, the likes, the shares, comments, concerns, all that good stuff. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on Spotify or whatever podcasting platform, um, we'll have another episode on the way. But until that uh, that World Series wrap up, you know, we'll uh, we'll have a lot more exciting baseball on the way. So until then, stay tuned to our bags.